Hey guys, I'm doing this on the fly and unscripted, but you know, when one looks back at the decade of MLP FIM, the one thing that everybody always will probably look at, or one of the things anyway, is the implication, implication if you will, of all the ships that have been introduced, romantic ships, romances and stuff. Um, that were introduced throughout the show. And that at the very top of all those, if you were to rank them, put a poll, like what's the most popular, Spike and Rarities would be at the top. But why? What, what makes it so interesting? I think what makes Spike and Rarities' relationship in the show so interesting is, in a way, it's kind of relatable. I mean, we've all been there. As a boy or a girl, man or a woman, you know, we've all been there where we would meet a significant other or the, uh, the or someone of the opposite sex and we would develop a crush on them. We would develop feelings for them. And even though people might say, oh, it's just puppy love. It's a crush. It's not going to lead anywhere. There have been indications where, you know, that's been that theory has been proven wrong. That speculation has been proven wrong. And I've said it before, there are many of those. You know, it's ironic, I watched Cinemassacre's uh, latest rental reviews uh, episode where they talked about the strange recasting. Because one of the things that James brought up in there was family matters. And we all know that throughout, what was it, the nine seasons, nine to ten seasons of family matters, Steve always had affections, always had a love for Laura. And everybody thought, well, he's now with this character, and she's now with this character, and it's never going to happen. And yet, towards the end, what happens? Steve and Laura end up together. So, you know, one could pretty much say the same for the, the likes of a Spike and Rarity, especially when you look at um, the aftermath of the ending of the end, going into the future, going into the coronation, and then placing something like the best gift ever in between maybe the aftermath of the ending of the end and Twilight's coronation and pretty much indicating that, yeah, maybe maybe something did happen. Uh, I, again, I point out the fact that when you take a look at, you know, Spike singing his portion of the true gift of giving to, to Rarity in a romantic serenade ballad kind of way and the reaction she has with the hoof over her heart and the stars sparks in her eyes just like Lady and Lady and the Tramp. You can't tell me that uh, Michael Vogel, who wrote the episode, who, or who co-wrote the episode, didn't know what he was doing. He did. Because I think the creators knew, Nicole, Michael, Jim, they knew that, you know, best gift ever, despite being placed as a bridge at the time between seasons 8 and 9, really didn't have any connection to either uh, season. And that it could be placed anywhere. I mean, I, I talk about the fact that Twilight could have took over, could have resumed her role as school uh, head mayor at the school while Starlight went on vacation with, with Trixie and, you know, that's why she was grading midterms. You know, stuff like that. Um, you know, there's a lot of ways of looking at it, but when when you have a moment like that in Best Gift Ever and then you have...
uh, like I said, uh, basically, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, uh, basically, it's, you know, you take a look at that moment and, you know, you can't tell me that they didn't know what they were doing. Um, because they did. And then, like I said, you take a look at Rarity's reaction and concern for Spike in Season 9. And it's like, you know, they knew what they were doing. They they knew what they were doing, and it just it just shows you that even though there's no nothing officially seen or done or made or whatever, that there's something there, and even the people at the comics even know this because, ask yourself this: why would they, why would they you know ship Spike and Rarity so much in stories? I'm just saying. Um. Anyway. Um, anyway, uh, basically, you know, people look back at this decade of MLPFIM and, and it's like, you know, to them, it's the question is always looked at as to why was Spike and Rarity the most popular. And to me, again, it's relatable. It's relatable for the fact that we as people growing up or even as adults know what it's like to be in Spike's position to have feelings uh, for... Uh, somebody that you know people might say you would never be with but you know history has shown that that's some that theory or that speculation is wrong you know you look at you know I, I, like I said I think I mentioned this just moments ago you take a look at family matters like I mentioned and the whole Stephen Laura deal and nobody thought okay they're gonna get paired with this character they got paired with this character it's not gonna happen and it did so there's always an indication, always an implication that something will happen. But then you take a look at the other ships that got teased in the show. You take a look at Flash Century and Twilight. You know, even though that was more Equestria Girls based, as we've been proven, proven throughout the rest of the season and the series' existence, Equestria Girls and Friendship is Magic is within the same continuity and somewhat the same timeline. And if you don't believe me, take a look at the ending montage, uh, the Magic of Friendship Grows song, and you see all these background, all these characters literally in the background as the main seven, the main six, I should say, is running, by, running past the screen, and or flying past the screen and all that, and you see when Twilight does her part, and you see the characters behind her, you see Flash and you see um, Sunset. So, you know, there's that, and people like that. Even Silverquill, MLP-Silverquill, uh, did a video on it. Um, so you have, you know, stuff like that. And then you have other possibilities. I mean, heck, Pinkie Pie and Cheese Sandwich. People were shocked that that even, officially, even became a thing officially. Uh, some people say that in Last Laugh, you kind of have an indication that something might be there. And pff, here you go. You know, uh, last problem pretty much shows you, yep, they're together, they're an official couple, they have a kid. And, you know, you have other ships that were teased throughout the show, like Soarin' and, da so and Rainbow Dash, Flash Magnus and Rainbow Dash, um, you know, Applejack and Tenderhoof and Applejack and Carmel Apple, I think. You know, all those indications. Fluttershy and Discord, if that isn't indicated that they're more than just friends now. 
Uh, especially with her coming out of his portal, despite how people feel. You know, I, I don't know what is. And, and you take a look at all the other official indications. Cadence and Shining Armor. Even though that came out of nowhere, as some people would point out, that's something people got behind. You know, people got behind that. They, they, they appreciated that. So... You know, like I said, people got behind it. They appreciated that. And it, you know, it's, it's something that when you look, when you look back at it, that best gift ever in some other episodes, even afterwards and before, kind of showed the potential the two had as an item. And, you know, the list just goes on and on. You even had secondary characters like, um, like uh, Cranky Doodle and Matilda. You had uh, Doctor Doctor Hooves, if you will, and and Derpy, Derpy and Doctor Hooves, even though it was indicated that Doctor Hooves and Rose Petals were a thing. Heck, you and here's the thing about MLP: they went the LGBTQ route. Uh, they went the LGBTQ route, I think, before any before even Steven Universe. You know, that's hard to believe. Or Adventure Time. Because, you know, you had indications that... Uh, of Lyra and Bonbon, bon, and that was pretty much officialized in the final episodes. Uh, in the final few episodes, I should say. You know, you had um, teases of Rarity and Applejack. Not just on Equestria Girls, but on Friendship is Magic. You had, you know, Applejack... And and Rainbow Dash, believe it or not, and that somewhat got officialized, I guess you could say, um, in the last problem. But when you look at all these implied ships and everything, you look at them, and they're still supported even to this day. The one that gets the most love, especially if you YouTube it or search it on DeviantArt, it's Spike and Rarity. You know, you, again, you look at IDW, they recently did the annual, their yearly annual, the yearly holiday annual comic, and the main story for the 2019 edition was a Spike and Rarity story. So, you know, when, again, when you look at all these ships, the one that gets the most loved is Spike and Rarity. People even find a way to still continue it by looking at what Spike became in the future and saying, look, are you satisfied now? He's, he's bigger. He's older. I think, it's, I, think he's, I think it's the time's right. I think it's appropriate. You know, people will point that out. And, and, and honestly, there are those that were against it at first. From what I've seen, they would be more implied to that. They're more inclined to that and saying, yeah, that's what we wanted. That's better. That makes more sense. But then again, of course, there are those that um, still look at it like, well, she's still older. She's got silver in her mane. Uh, so what? Spike's older, too. I'm just saying. But the point is, when you get down to it, I think, honestly, more so with Best Gift, more so thanks to things like Best Gift Ever, and in the moments we got in Season 9, like Rarity's concern at the beginning of between Dark and Dawn and them teaming up together 
uh, in the Soma Sun setback, and then even in um, in the uh, final battle with the Legion of Doom, the Terrible Trio. Uh, I think thanks to all that, you you can't deny that that Spike and Rarity is still going to be the more popular. It's probably going to be the most is going to go down, I should say, as the most popular ship to come out of the show, officially or not. I mean, heck, promo art for promo pictures and art for Pony Life is pretty much putting Spike and Rarity together, or putting them side by side, you know, so... It, it, I, I think, honestly, Hasbro knows. The creative staff behind Friendship is Magic, whether it's the show or the comics, they know. They know Spike and Rarity is a very popular ship, and people want to see them together. But, you know, that's up to what they decide to do. That's up to their decision. That's up to the final say there. But I don't think anybody can deny, whether they do support Spike and Rarity or they don't, that out of all the ships, it's the most popular. Now, I'm not saying that Spike and Rarity is the only ship to kind of get a fan base behind it. I mean, there are other ships that, again, people would like to see Spike be, you know, other characters people would like to see Spike involved in, Rarity involved in. You know, I mentioned Applejack and Rarity. That's more inclined from Equestria Girls than anything, where it kind of implies that, hey, there might be something there. And they would like to see that kind of transition over to Friendship is Magic. But we don't really see that. But then again, when you look at... Um, when you look at, you know, other characters, you know, people actually want to pair Rarity up with Fancy Pants, even though Fancy Pants has had a character, has someone. So, yeah, it's like, you really don't have much choice for Rarity, if you know what I mean, because she is more of a businesswoman that has a generous heart, kind heart, and I think it's touched by the fact that Spike looks at her you know, as someone more than that, and I think she's touched by the fact that she's Spike's first crush. Oh, she's the first crush for anyone. And I think that's why she was so touched by that in Secret of My Excess. But then again, when you look at Spike, people say there's more choices for him. The choices for Rarity, yes, but there's more choices for Spike. You know, like for Spike, you get, you know, Rarity's sister, Sweetie Belle. People pretty much feel he's better off with her. Especially when you look at that little photograph taken of them dancing at the end of, <laughs> of Cantalot Wedding. You know, I think that's where that came from. Others look at now, because of their teaming up together in the 200th episode, uh, Twilight 7, um, Luna and Spike. Now, that's something I think nobody would have expected, but yet, here you go. And, and I think the reason for that ship tease in many pe people's eyes is because they share the dynamic of being the young siblings that get overlooked. But then again, there's other ships like Spike and Ember. Ember, you know, Dragon Lord, the one he passed the Dragon Staff on to after he initially won it. Spike and Gabby the Griffin, even though, you know, like I said, that's, you know, up to you. I mean, like I said, they could have indicated that, made that officialized or implied that. If they would have ended it with Spike and Gabby flying off. Ended the episode like that and that's it. But they didn't. They had Spike go back to Rarity. And say the line he did. And then you have Pinky say the line that kind of like insinuates something more. If you know what I'm saying. 
And then you have another popular ship that comes out of Spike out of the episode Spike at Your Service and the several moments, if not many moments, we get uh, screen time-wise between the two, and that's Applejack and Spike. And you want to know how popular Applejack and Spike is? Talk to Disney Fanatic. Disney Fanatic did uh, Bride of Discord and Daughter of Discord, and it's pretty much indicated that those took place after Spike at Your Service took place in between Season 4 and pretty much indicated that Applejack had fallen for Spike. And that Spike at the end of Bride of Discord and continuing on in Daughter of Discord had fallen and gotten together with Applejack. Heck, there's even a side story that um, Disney Fanatic was working on and continues to work on that's kind of a prequel to Daughter of Discord involving Applejack and Spike. So... Yeah, there's a lot of characters people want to see. A lot of female characters people would like to see Spike together with. Heck, they would like to see him with Rainbow Dash. There's several things on that. Pinkie Pie. Fluttershy, believe it or not. And believe it or not, before it was kind of indicated that they're kind of like siblings, Twilight. Yeah. And I think it's even something that... Oh, or even Starlight. There's another one, too. I mean, if you take a look at the top three Spike ships that people want to see you know, be officialized or acknowledged from within the show. Rarity on top, Applejack in the middle, Starlight Starlight, right there at number three, kind of a close second. But yeah, you know, you have moments between them that kind of indicate that too. So, yeah, you know, MLP FIM in the past decade has really given us a lot of romantic ships, you know, implied ships and all that, that we as fans have gotten behind and have supported and enjoyed from the very beginning. But again, if you take a look at a lot of the ships, the one that gets the most love is Spike and Rarity. And if you look at, you know, female characters fans want to see Spike with besides Rarity, the ones that are right behind it are Applejack and Starlight. And that's pretty much the truth. I mean, heck, there's Starlight and Sunbuzz that gets indicated too, believe it or not, and Starlight and Trixie. You know, so, yeah, looking back at this decade, you know, for the show, for the franchise, again, like I said, it really gave us a lot of, a lot of romantic ship teases, eases, and a lot to really have our imaginations run wild with and kind of continue on in our own stories. I want to see continue on in some official capacity, you know, at least touch upon. And, you know, maybe the Season 10 comic will give us that. But we'll have to, uh, we'll have to wait and see. So, um, but anyway, though, I just uh, thought I'd just come on here and on the fly, unscripted, just kind of talk about, you know, the past decade of MLP FIM and how in this decade of Pony, we really got a lot of romantic teases, uh, more so than we expected. So... Uh, that's all I'm going to say, guys. Let me know down below what you think. Uh, and what is your favorite ship to come out besides maybe Spike and Rarity? What is your favorite ship? And who would you like to see you know, get together? Or who would you have liked to have seen? Who would you have liked to seen get together officially or at least teased, about, teased on in the series? And uh, again, what do you think of the other two ships for Spike? And again, what was your favorite come out of it besides Spike and Rarity? So let me know down below. Comment if you like. Thank you all for watching. I'm out.